On today's Into Your Head podcast, bags for life versus flowers, catching diseases off yourself, a perpetual circumnavigatory phone call, the problem with long words, alcohol, mat bar inspection tales, psychic dog walking tales, and lots more. You're listening to Into Your Head, all the way from Ireland. a lot to get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, we've got topics coming out of, ah topics coming out of this, uh, whatever this is, this broken cup, uh, it's got food dudes written on it, ah I use it to store boy rolls in, it's perfectly adequate, it doesn't need to be in good repair, uh, they are pretty much repaired there just by moving the cracked bits together, uh, that'll do, it's perfectly adequate, things don't have to be in perfect condition if you're using them for something other than their intended use, uh, I've no idea what the intended use of this thing even was, I think it might have been some sort of a food, a food container of some sort, it's not a food container anymore I can tell you because I don't eat pens and oh no well, maybe I do I don't, well not honey no I'm sure I don't maybe at some stage in my life I did chew biros quite a lot I know I'm pretty sure I don't at the moment not least because I barely use them at all uh, this is the oh this is the 21st century you don't need to be writing things anymore we've got buttons and keys and touchscreen uh, keypads. There's no need. There's absolutely no need to have a writing implement implement in your hand uh, for half of your working day. Now, no, no. I get with the times. We've got flying cars now. Uh, we've got oh, we've got uh, things you can inject into cats to put your name and address on in case they get lost. Uh, you don't need to be using a fucking biro. If you're using a fucking biro, uh, why don't you go back? Uh, go live with Charles Dickens's and and go and, I don't know, go work for Scrooge or something in the 17th century. Uh, no, no. Uh, get a fucking grip. Get with the times. Uh, the time being uh, next Wednesday. Uh, next Wednesday at one minute past midnight into your head number 640. Hello. Two cats walk into a bar. One of the cats straight away goes up to the bar counter and climbs up onto the oh climbs up onto the bar stool and says hello. Can I have a pint of your finest? Uh, I don't know. What do I want? What do I want, barman? You're the big expert in this. You tell me what I want. And the barman says you want to slap around the face. That's what you want. Uh, if you want to go on like this. Oh, my, your freaking, uh, your freaking alcohol concierge. No, no, you tell me what you want. That's how this works. Uh, I'm not here to go around telling you what you should and shouldn't pour down your gullet. Uh, no, no. Uh, so the cat says, uh, fair enough. I'll have a, I'll have a quadruple vodka, please. And the barman says, uh, how old are you? And the cat says, that's none of your business. You just said it's not for you to say what I can and can't put down my gullet. And the barman 
says, uh, that's true, uh, but I wasn't told. I was talking about something else. Uh, don't give me that crap. Uh, don't give me that crap. You're just a cat. I'm the bar man. Have some respect. Know your place in society. And the cat says, I do know my place in society. I'm sitting on your bar stool. I'm a talking cat sitting on your bar stool. And you're a man behind the bar standing there. Uh, oh, standing there looking at a talking cat who's on your bar stool. I know exactly my place. I'm here. I'm right here. Uh, admittedly, as the world rotates, uh, my position will change. Although I won't. Will it? Or will it? I don't know. I don't know how the world works. I'm not a frigging cat. I know my place and I know that I don't know how the world works. But I do know my place. And I do know that much. Which is exactly what you were saying. That I should know my place. And that's the point. I do know my place. I may not know. Oh, I may not know. The square root of pi. Uh, but you don't sell pies, do you, by any chance? The barman says, no, I don't sell pies. I work in a bar. Why would I sell pies? Unless you have another job during the day. Uh, but no, no, this job takes up most of my time. I don't have a... Oh, I don't moonlight as a pie salesman. So in answer to your question, no. And the cat says, that's fine. That's absolutely... And the barman says, oh, I'm glad to hear that's fine. I'm glad to hear... I wasn't looking for a Feedback on whether or not it's okay for me to not sell pies. Uh, what the fuck are you? Some sort of a oh, some sort of a bar inspector? Are you are you from the tax man? Is that what you're from? And the cat says, "Have you ever heard of a, the tax man sending his cat around to do inspections?" And the barman says, "No." And that's exactly the point. That's the sort of thing he'd do because uh, we'd be he'd be least suspecting it. He'd send around his cat to spy. And he'll probably have a webcam attached to your uh, ear or something. I don't know. I don't know how the tax man works. I barely even know how this thing works. This top thing with the beer on it. Uh, do you want some beer, by the way? And the cat says, uh, Yes, please. I'll uh, have a quadruple vodka, as I said, please. And the barman says, I asked you, did you want some beer? Uh, that's nothing to do with vodka. And the cat says, uh, you're the expert, so I suppose. Uh, yes, please. I'll have some beer. Some vodka beer. Uh, quadruple uh, vodka beer, please, which presumably is four pints. The barman says, you'll have what you're given. And the cat says, indeed I will, uh, but that's what I want to be given. So the barman pours about four pints of uh, half vodka, half Guinness. And he take, gives it to the cat. The cat says, uh, oh, what you, are you trying to make an idiot out of me or something? This isn't vodka beer. Guinness is not a beer, it's a stout. Uh, I asked for vodka beer. And the barman says, uh, fair enough, you got me there, I have to, I suppose. The next one's on me. And he puts a pint of Guinness vodka on his head. And the cat says, oh, that's very witty. It's on you. It's on your head there. It's about to fall, though, so be careful. And the cat barman takes it down off his head, uh, pours it down the sink, and says, I think we're done here. I think we're done. Uh, there's other customers here waiting to be served. Uh, so if you don't mind, I'll take my leave of this corner of the bar and go over to the area next to you where I believe there's a man sitting there waiting to be served. Hello, sir. Uh, what can I do for you? The man says, uh, would you buy this cat next to me a drink? And the barman says, I will not. It's more than my job's worth to go around buying people's drinks. And the man says, no, you misunderstood me or I misspoke. What I meant is I'd like to buy this cat a drink. And the man says, oh, I'd rather you didn't, to be perfectly honest. He's got, uh, oh, he's got four pints of vodka Guinness here already. 
Uh, I think that's enough for anyone cash in any one day on any one oh in any one universe. And the man says, I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Uh, anyway, uh, have a pint of your finest Guinness, please. And the barman says, certainly, sir. Uh, what kind of Guinness would you like? And the man says, oh, Christ, is there more than one type now? It's getting like the fucking coffee. I'll have a fucking lahe uh, Guinness with sugar, please. And the man says, uh, would you like skinny milk in that? And the man said, I would not. I would not like skinny milk. What the fuck do I look like? Do I look like some sort of a cat? And then he looks to the side of him and he says, uh, no offence. And the cat says, none taken whatsoever. I have no idea what you're talking about, to be perfectly honest. I'm just a cat. I'm barely even able to speak. Uh, which itself is a miracle, just being barely able to speak. Uh, not the fact that I'm not able to speak, it's the fact that I'm barely able to speak. That's uh, uh, that much, that I've achieved that much in my short life on this planet. I'm only seven, you know. I'm only seven years of age, and while you may go on something about uh, cat years and dog years, uh, it's real years, it's seven real years. Uh, I've only even counted the last three or four myself. I wasn't counting for the first while. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Monkey nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big steaming dolloping piles of monkey nuts. They call them big shit yielding uh, arse wiping uh, table printer sitting on uh, cardigan hanging over the monitor. Uh, oh, what else? Uh, empty cup. Uh, formerly full of energy drink uh, in fact full of en energy drink more than once since the last wash uh, note to self wash this frigging mug or you'll end up catching oh you'll end up catching syphilis or something off yourself can you catch syphilis off yourself I don't know can you catch diseases off yourself there's a question for you I suppose you can uh, if there's dirt on you did we talk about dirt earlier or did I not use that segment I'm not sure uh, but I think I spoke about uh, oh, I spoke about organisms living in the dirt on your body. Uh, well, if that's the case, uh, if you catch a disease off that organism, you're not catching the disease off yourself. You're catching it off another orgasm, an organism. Uh, so uh, don't get all uh, don't get all excited over this. We haven't made some new scientific discovery whereby uh, I've just realised you can catch a disease off yourself. No, no, uh, you can't. Probably can't though. Can can you? I don't know. Can you catch a disease off yourself? There's a question for you. I should probably ask myself. Uh, it would probably be fitting to ask this question of, of myself. Uh, me, can I catch a disease off you? Uh, you being me. Uh, please uh, answer immediately or else there'll be a silence. Uh, certainly me. I'll answer your question. Uh, I didn't understand this to be perfectly honest but I'll answer it anyway. Uh, let me answer it with a little tune. Hold on a Follow Neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast. Once upon a time, there was a dog. There was a dog. 
a dog by the name of uh, oh, it doesn't matter what it was called. Uh, we can call it whatever we want. We can call the dog whatever we want. We don't have to. Oh, we don't have to align ourselves with uh, naming principles. Dogs don't have official names anyway. It's not like they have a birth certificate and you have to stick to whatever name they give them. Uh, no, no, we'll call the dog whatever we want. And since there's probably only going to be one dog in this story, especially since I've stated that now, so I won't make up another dog, uh, even if I was going to. Uh, we only don't need to give it a name at all. We can just call it Dead Dog. So let's call it Dead Dog. Uh, the the dog in this story is henceforth to be referred to as Dead Dog. Uh, so anyway, Dead Dog uh, went, oh, went out for a walk one day. He said, I'm going to go for a walk. And he was right. He was going to go for a walk. He predicted correctly. Uh, no, psychic. Now, don't be fooled. This isn't a psychic thing. Yeah, no, no. He just knew he was going to go for a walk because it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. He said, I'm going to predict that I'm going to go for a walk. And then he stood up and went for a walk. He said, oh, look, look, my legs are moving. I appear to be going for a walk. My dream is coming true. I, for, uh, I pro prophesied that I was going to go for a walk. And go for a walk, I damn well am. Isn't it absolutely fantastic? And they say dogs are stupid. They are not. Look at me. Uh, I said, I pointed out that I was going... I already said that. Let's not get repetitive here. Suffice to say... I was right, I am going for a walk, he says. Uh, not only that, I'm a talking dog. Uh, you people are jaded with your MTV and your freaking podcasts all over the place. Uh, here we are with a talking dog, and you're barely even noticing the fact. You think, oh, that's all very well, the dog talking, but is he really psychic or is he faking it? Uh, no, no, you're the jaded generation. Anyway, a dog goes out for a walk, and he starts walking along the side of the main Kilkenny Road uh, walking towards Kilkenny he's not going to go to Kilkenny because it's about 30 fucking miles away but he's going in that direction uh, you can be going the direction of the North Pole it doesn't mean you're going to the North Pole no no it means you're going towards the North Pole in fact next time you're out for a walk uh, just for to make uh, add a bit of freshness and variety to it uh, decide, uh, decide you're going to walk to, towards the North Pole that's what you should do you should say I'm going to go for a walk instead of just walking around my neighborhood i'm going to walk towards i'm going to start an exhibition towards the north pole i walk half a mile that direction and then when you're finished and it's time to come back say oh i'm going to walk to the towards the south pole now i'm an explorer extraordinaire i'm not even wearing snowshoes and i'm walking uh, towards both polar extremes in one half hour walk isn't it absolutely fucking fantastic oh it'll change your it'll change your walking experience no end I can tell you. Anyway the dog's walking along the Kilkenny road and he sees a car coming along in the other direction and he starts chasing it and the man in the car stops he says why are you chasing my car dog and the dog says I don't know it's an impulse I think it's from back in the days when we were wild on the prairies we used to chase cars a lot uh, anyway I just had an instinct to chase your car sorry about that my apologies for any inconvenience caused and the man says that's fine that's fine are you talking 
talking dog, by the way. The dog says, uh, yes, I believe so. I believe that's what you call us. If you want to attach labels to me, I suppose, yes, I am what you humans uh, know as a talking dog, in quotation marks. Uh, fine, uh, attach a label to me. I'm a talking dog. I'm also a human being, though. Uh, stop, uh, stop labeling me. Uh, don't be, uh, nobody puts doggy in his corner. And the man says, did you just say you're a human being? And the dog says, yes, but I think I might have uh, misspoken there. I'm not a human being. I'm a being. I'm a bit, what I meant to say is I'm a normal member of society just like you and everybody else and I don't want to be pigeonholed. Uh, I'm not even a soap star. I shouldn't be pigeonholed in some uh, role. Uh, oh no. And the man says, fair enough, uh, Mr. Uh, being. And the uh, Dog says, uh, Mr. or Mrs. or Ms., if you don't mind. And the man says, fair enough, Mr. or Mrs. or Ms., for I can see quite clearly that you're a mister. If you want to be treated like that, put on some clothes. And the dog says, if I put on some clothes, you'll see what uh, sex the clothes are designed for. And you'll say, oh, I know what sex he is. And the man says, uh, well, if you want to keep it a secret, I suggest you go around with a bucket over your head and your torso and your midriff. Uh, I mean, Christ, what next? You don't want anyone to know anything about you. You might as well, oh, you might as well have your face and uh, fingerprints uh, scraped off you by a taxidermist. Not a taxidermist, a plastic surgeon, uh, if you're going to go around acting like that. Although I suppose it's a free country, you're free to do so. The dog says, I am indeed free to do so if I want to go and have my face scraped off and my fingerprints removed from my fingertips. Uh, I damn well will, I can tell you and the man says fair enough uh, fair enough uh, don't let me stop you I wasn't trying to stop you anyway and the dog says good good I'm glad to hear I'm glad to hear it uh, here I am out for a walk uh, minding my own business and I guess oh I get called up because uh, I might at some point want to have my face removed by a plastic surgeon it's none of your business you're not even my owner do you even have a dog the man says no I have a car though it seems to be as good as a dog because you were chasing it and the dog says you have a point there you have a point you have a point I have to admit a point of your finest intellectualizing aren't you great you big intellectual yeah uh, why don't you go home and watch BBC 4 and then watch the news and then go read a book in bed until you fall asleep the man says maybe I will maybe I will I might just do that and the dog says I believe you will I'm predicting it because I'm psychic and the man says fair enough uh, just to prove you wrong now I'm not going to go home I'm going to stay out here all night at the side of the road and the dog says ah fair enough can I sit with you just to make sure the man says certainly uh, young dog he may and a great night is had by all Into Your Head comes out Wednesdays and Saturdays need more? subscribe to the free reruns and extras feed and shut your stupid ugly face see intoyourhead.com slash archive for details remember we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com. Support the podcastual arts at no cost to you. Just click through the Amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything, even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner.
your head with your humble proprietor, Neil, from Ireland. Ah, hello, it's me again, back with the second part of today's programme. Uh, well, it's the second part from your point of view. Uh, from my side, it's about the twelfth part. There's been several small parts involved here, uh, all edited together for your convenience, though, so you don't have to worry about it. In fact, you don't even have to worry about this being the second part. No, no, it's not really a part at all. Uh, it's only the the other side of the uh, semi-commercial break. So it's not not really a part. It's not like you have to put in another. It's not like you have to turn around the record and put the groove on the other needle. No, no, you don't have to worry. This is all comes as a ready-made package. I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Last Sunday, as we speak, putting it together, getting it ready to put up on the internet, editing it, editing it into a program, as we call it. Oh, a program, not a, uh, not a computer program. Oh no, I'm not that advanced and sophisticated. Oh. All I know how to make is audio programs. I don't know how to arrange ones and zeros in a way that automa- automatically does something. No, no. Uh, although now that you mention it, I probably could put together some sort of a program if I wanted to. I could get some macros. Uh, I could probably figure it out if I wanted to. If I was minded to learn how to make a program, I'm sure I could. I can make a frigging website. I can make a frigging podcast. I'm sure to Christ I can make a program. Uh, but some people are designed to make programs and other people are designed to produce programs of another kind. It's probably, we should probably use different words for them. Uh, different words. Uh, because words matter, you know. Words matter. If I came on here and said hello, I believe in anti-disestablishmentarianism uh, I wouldn't expect you to say oh, I don't know what that means so it doesn't matter. He doesn't believe in it if I don't know what it means. No, no, I expect you to get out a dictionary or pull up a website and look up what's anti-disestablishmentarianism it's not a made up word you know no no it's a real word it's a real word that's being passed down from centuries to centuries eons it's been around for a while I can tell you there was anti-disestablishmentarianism a hundred, couple of hundred years ago in some countries and it still exists I'm sure somewhere uh, otherwise why would there be a word for it why would there be a word for something that doesn't exist I can't imagine why. Uh, if, you have, if you had a word long enough, I'm sure it could go all the way around the circumference of the earth when written down and drawing up with itself, and then you wouldn't know where to stop saying it. That could probably be problemis- uh, problematic, but it's not on the verge of happening yet. Uh, no, no. I know it's, it may well happen with website addresses soon. They're getting so... Oh, they're so frigging many of them. We're going to start having to, having to make them longer and longer and longer and longer and longer and longer until the words longer and longer go all the way around the circumference of the planet. And we'll say... Uh, some some uh, tech guy will ask uh, the, the register computer uh, www website address registry people. Uh, he'll ask them, uh, how long does this website address have to be now to qualify for your registry and they'll say oh it has to be longer and longer and longer and longer and longer and longer 
and they'll go on saying longer and longer and longer until the words join up with themselves and not written down of course they're saying this over the phone but the, the phone audio signal will go will be such a long wave that it'll reach all the way around the planet and join up with itself so it'll never stop and they'll be stuck on their phone forever they'll be stuck in this interminable phone call it'll be like the oh it'll be like the phone call version of Groundhog Day except it'll be different because they won't want to have to pay for their rights uh, to make another Groundhog Day you don't want to have to pay for movie rights every time you make a, a tech support call you know oh no in fact uh, when they're stuck in this phone call I can tell you making movie uh, sequels will be the last thing on their mind because they'll be stuck in this interminable phone call and say hold on maybe they'll probably think if I ever get out of this phone call I'm going to make a movie out of it I suppose they could do that uh, but no no anyway suffice to say on with the show oh, wait a minute it's going into you it seems it's, it looks like it's going into your head I think it I think it's going into your head oh it's it's definitely going into your head uh, I hope you don't mind uh, if I partake of oh an international cultural pastime uh, well, I do this final segment. Now, I'm eating some peanut M&M's. Um, and for those of you who are listening in the third world, a peanut m and is basically... Uh, it's basically a monkey nut that's had its shell removed and replaced with some uh, sugar. It's absolutely fucking fantastic. Um, it's an edible coloured shell. Now, unlike those natural shells that they have on monkey nuts... Um, in the Western world, we take off our shells and we put on a oh, we put on a, a permanent edible coloured sugar shell. Absolutely fucking fantastic, and they come in all different colours, uh, unlike nature. Uh, nature only provides things in green and brown, maybe black when they're rotting to bits. Uh, well, no, you won't get friggin' yellow and blue and red and green and brown all in one bag in nature. No, no, does nature even have... Well, it's probably uh, a big-leaved rhubarb or something there where the leaves kind of look a bit like bags. Well, apart from that, no. Uh, I suppose the thing... Uh, flower. If you want a bag that looks like a flower, fucking ridiculous. You can print them easily. They don't rot. If you get a bag for that lost lasts a lot much longer than a natural flower. And I can tell you, but it's all very well, Mother Nature, if you're shopping bags for lives, only have to hold the weight of a bumblebee. I always have to hold shopping. I always have to hold things like, a lot of things like these bags of M&M. Not to be confused with, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, note to self, don't eat too many of these, because dinner will be ready in 58 minutes, precisely. Uh, but still, no. Uh, M&M's, not, not to be confused with uh, Eminem, the singer. Eminem, he's a singer. And he goes around singing stuff. You're a fucking bitch. I'm Eminem and now you're a fucking, fucking bitch. Uh, Eminem is a, is a poet, as far as I'm concerned. He's a Shakespeare of the 20th century. And the 21st, for that matter. Mm. Um, anyway. Um... Uh, I thought he could fill the last seven minutes of the program. Fill my stomach, all right. Fill up my stomach with crap. Uh, look, no, I don't think I can fill. Surprisingly, it's a big bag. You should this quite easily. Uh, but no. 
Uh, food isn't designed to fill... It's meant to fill your belly. In fact, confectionery isn't even supposed to fill your belly. It's just supposed to give you a treat that you have after a meal. Now, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Well, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. I should be doing this at the end of the podcast. Hmm. I don't know. Well, well, um, I have to say, the Mars M&M company sent me this to test me. Uh, I don't mind, they're on special. Two euros for a big belly, uh, compared to the normal price anyway. Um, there's about three M&Ms now. Anyway. Hello to all my new listeners, incidentally. Uh, a lot of new listeners then thank you. I've been at this since 2006. Uh, we used to have a session, a segment called the urination session of the week. Uh, so, if you joined me six years ago, you would have got that. Hello, today, if you're a new listener today, this is what you get. It's absolutely fucking fantastic, and you're welcome to us. Sit, Bowsy. Sit. Good cat. Into your head podcast.com.